welcome to Lane's Kitchen Table. I am so excited to have you here with us today. Today we have a bonus feature attached to the very end of this podcast, so you do want to hear the whole thing because it is the new song released by my guest today. It is absolutely beautiful and inspiring, and I cannot wait to share it with you. I'm so honored that we actually can have her song at, on our podcast. So sit tight, and thank you for joining us today. I am so honored to have our guest with us today. Today we have with us Adea Viola. I am blessed to know this woman, and I was just speaking with her earlier, and I was telling her that even though she's over in New York and I'm over here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, she's like sunshine. And every time I chat with her, whether it's on Facebook or any type of social media, she is like sunshine. And I could just feel her her warmth just, just coming right through that screen. So I just wanted to welcome Dea. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I am truly honored. You are amazing. You are a woman who is multi-talented, a successful entrepreneur, a vocal artist, and this is the, the cherry on top. You are a mom of five beautiful children. And I, I need to know, I need to know, how do you do this? What is the most rewarding part of, of all of this? Um, I think the most rewarding part is everything that I do has really led me into learning about my strengths as a human being. And it has put me in touch with the woman that I really think I was designed to be. A lot of people think, you know, like, oh my God, what is, what am I here for? What is my purpose? Most people I know are still looking. I feel like I, my job is to be exactly who I'm being right now, where I am, where I stand with God, with family, with my work, with my business, with my music. I do it because I love it. You know, I do it because I know my children are watching me. Mm-hmm. I do it because I want them to love living life as much as I love living mine. Mm. That is beautiful. I I love that you said you do it because your children are watching you. And uh, what a lesson they are learning, like through through not just our successes, but to see that we sometimes will fall. But how do we pick ourselves up? What's our attitude in in those ups and downs? And they they will model what we do. And I think we are always that role model. So thank you for pointing that out, that we, that you do what you do because you know your children are watching you, but also because you love what you do. How beautiful is that? I have to ask that if, if you could give other moms any advice about pursuing their dreams, what would that be, Dea? Um, pursuing a dream, I think, aligns us with our destiny. Therefore, it really impacts everything that we do and everyone that we know. I think that uh, there was a woman that I know in love, admire this woman beyond measure. Her name is Amy Hilberts Davis. She is the CEO and president of Family Life Success. And I learned something so tremendously incredible from her. She says, Dad, you need to lead the life and live the life you want your kids to live. Lead by example. With that concept alone, you're almost obligated to pursue your dreams Mm. because they are watching. They're watching. You want your kids to be happy. And I really have found, I mean, I I just turned 50 years old. I'm a mother of five. My children's ages range from six to 28. And I feel that I am seeing them much happier now that I'm happiest. Mm. 
I do know that they benefit from seeing me happy. I think that when you live your best life, you're really giving your kids an incredible gift is the permission to be happy for themselves. Because so many times I meet people that the children are not happy because they see how mommy and daddy are mm-hmm. not happy. Or in, in spite of any one situation, there's no perfect situation. But I always think we have a tremendous responsibility when we're raising a family and impacting other children, whether you have families or not, but you're impacting people you work with, people that you deal with on a daily basis. We, are, we have an obligation to be our best selves. So I think that, yeah, definitely pursuing a dream is a must. I think that's my favorite quote right there. We have an obligation to be our best self. Wow. That should be on a t-shirt. <laughs> Let's start one. Let's start Let's one. Let's do it, Dea. <laughs> I love that, to, to live your best life because we're obligated to. And and how you said it so beautifully, that to, to lead and live the life you want your kids to live. Absolutely. And and there's there's a saying that I, I love to... to remind myself and go by is to to be that person that I want my children to be. Yes. And I think you are that shining example of that, Taya. And oh my goodness, your children range from 6 to 28. <laughs> you are stunning. If <laughs> people could road. see you, yeah. they would not believe you. They'd say, isn't she like 26? <laughs> oh, goodness. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, dear. I have to ask, then what is the most exciting part about following your dream and to pursue this new singing career. I mean, you're the president and CEO of an amazing, successful company. And all of a sudden, you're now also a, a vocal artist. What What is this? And, and what's the scariest part? All right. The most exciting is, is definitely to know that I'm capable of great things. Um, as well as being capable of being open for a plan that I don't think is actually my own. And let me explain that. I have big dreams. Um, I, I always have had big dreams. And any time I've put my mind into doing something, I have been able to accomplish it. Um, but I do think that there's something right now in my life uh, that means that I am aligned with my destiny. So I don't know what the future brings. I'm just very excited to know that God has a plan. And I'm glad to be a part of it, whatever that may be. So it's really exciting. Uh, As far as what's the scariest part, um, I don't think I have any fear at the moment. I think I only feel, at the moment at least, a great connection with what I'm doing. I don't don't feel that um, by serving the amazing God that I'm serving, um, that I should fear anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that there's definitely things that are, I I don't have high expectations, but I have great expectations. Mm -hmm. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Not knowing exactly where I'm going, I still have great expectations. I just don't know where it'll lead. Um, I feel that My Sound of Praise is actually the name of my album and the name of one of the songs that I've written. And My Sound of Praise is all about that. The first phrase of the song says, My Sound of Praise comes from Him. So with that said, you know, My Sound of Praise really means everything. It's everything I do in life with His voice within me. Yes. And, and I don't think any of this is an accident. I mean, even when I look at my life and I see, you know, everybody's like, oh, my goodness, you do all these things. You do TV segments. You're in a book. You are, you know, you, you, you do this baby flamingo company and now you're doing music and you sing in a rock band. And <laughs> um, 
I say, you know, I don't think it's anything separate from the other. Every one thing has been a plat- platform for the next thing. Mm-hmm. Everything that I've done in my life, I see it now as the bigger picture. I bring, I brought this as being a singer into my life. I've always been a performer, and I've been singing with a classic country rock band for eight years, an 11-piece band. And I look at it and I say, well, this is all have been a part of it. It's a part of it. It's how I created my audience it's a little bit of how i practice to be in front of people and be comfortable talking to people the little tv news segments those things that prepare people you should have your own talk show i said i don't think that's what it is <laughs> that is a platform is obviously serving a purpose but it's preparing me for something greater i don't know what it is yet it might as well it could be a talk show i don't know but i mean music is definitely something that's been in my life my whole family is musical um and uh definitely I don't have any fear at the moment. I think there's nothing scary right now. Only this feeling of connection That's and awesome. acceptance that it'll go where it needs to go. It'll go where, where God's plan is. I, I love that. And I think it's it's that trust that we have that that it's all going to work for the good. And uh, and I love that. There is no fear. <laughs> fear right now. <laughs> that is truly inspiring. That I've been is... through it all. I've been through it all. <laughs> Although I will say, sometimes it's good to get a great big hug from the kids to just exhale and say, yeah, this is good. This is all good. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So, Dea, you have gone from being mommy to president of your own company, the baby flamingo, selling award-winning and doctor-recommended mama taco towels to an amazing recording artist. What is it that gives you that drive to just go for it? What is it? And what's that What's next for you as a recording artist? Okay, um, drive, my drive. It comes from, I have always felt that I never had the option not to try my best. It has never been an option for me not to try my hardest. And I certainly would hate to go through life not knowing what it would have been like to try something that I really wanted to do. So any time that I have decided to do something, I've been able to, I have been able to find a way to pursue it and achieve it every single time. And I suppose for me, the key was not to have high expectations, to do it just because and to do my, give my all, no matter the outcome. It's interesting when I, when I received, when I started my own company, I remember someone saying to me, you're going to start your own company with one product. I'm like, dude, how many do you have? Like, <laughs> one product. Yeah, I'm going to start my own company. And years later, winning the Huggies Mom Inspired $15,000 grant award, I entered that contest. I was literally the last entry of 474 people. It was a rainy day. I was like, oh, I wish I could do some more. I was, you know, started very slow. I'm still a very small business, but I love the way it is because it fits with my life and my dynamics. But at the time, you know, winning this award was really completely out of my reality. I was like, oh, whatever. I'll just enter and then I'm sure I'm not going to win. And when I received the call that I won, I literally thought it was a joke. I was like, okay, come again. This is not real. They're like, no, no, no. We are calling from, they said, Kimberly Clark. And I I didn't put two and two together that Kimberly Clark was Huggies. So um, it took me a minute. But I said, here's a perfect example. I wrote the grant proposal, have never had a, a business background. I said, you know, it took me a week to write everything. When I entered, I literally sent the submit button, pushed the submit uh, submission button, and I received an email. They accepted, they had received the submission for review, and five minutes later, this con- contest is now closed. It was literally the wow. last hour 
when I enter the contest. So um, I, I really have used that in my life. I, I keep reminding myself, yeah, I didn't think I could do it, but it happened. Why? Because I put everything I had into it and didn't expect to win. And when I received the call that I did, I thought, ah, oh, so this is how this works. So having less expectations, you know, this is really what drives me is to really put all the effort, all the desire and love into something. And I really go all out um, and, and then just sit and wait. And no, I, I love that. Oh. How, how inspiring are you, Dea? Because you're saying just don't give up. Because look at this. In the final hour, in the final hour, and then I, you won it. And 470 entries, and you won it in that final hour. Amongst and, you know, 12, so there were only 12 winners that year. 12 yes, winners. So if there are listeners out there, don't ever think it's too late to try, to try your best, to just give it your all. With no expectations. I think you have to be proud just for trying, and and just going for it. Yes. You asked me what was next for me as a recording artist. That's right. And I wanted to answer that. Um, I have recently, as you know, recently released my first single that is called I Believe. Congratulations. It's Thank a so beautiful much. song. Thank you so much. And as an independent artist, my goal is to finish recording the EP. I'm actually finishing my second song, which will be released in October. Um, I'd like to have my EP recorded um, by the end of the year, which means I have to have two more songs to have a total of four songs. Um, I have written 15 songs, wow. so hopefully, you know, I'm looking and hoping that someone, a sponsor of sorts, would step in. When you do a Christian music, generally speaking, in the early stages, there was no recording deal. There's no recording um, label. So you kind of have to figure out the funds yourself. And it's been, obviously, it's a challenge. When you're raising a family, you need to set your priorities financially. And it's been sort of a juggle of sorts to sort of justify spending time in the studio away from home and, and recording and, and, and financing all of this stuff. So hopefully uh, we will have a sponsor. One of these days, if it's meant to be, like I said, God will send someone. Um, I, um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what God has in store for me. I, so if we have listeners out there who'd like to sponsor... <laughs> You never know. You just never know. Never know. Actually, no, I, I should mention, and and, uh, and I don't want to, you know, over-promote this, but, you know, there's a page where people can go and listen to my song. Yes, please I tell offer, us. I offer a full free live stream. To me, it's important to let people listen, see if they like it. Um, if people decided to download the song, there's actually an option that gives them the opportunity to download the song so they don't have to go into the website all the time and just you know at the click of a button they could hear my song in their car on their phone dad you want to tell us where it gives them the option to actually uh name their price so if you want to buy the song for a dollar they can if they want to donate towards the recording project they have that opportunity as well excellent can you tell us where they can do this yes it's um christian artist dea and dea spells d-e-a so christian artist dea dot band camp.com excellent i will have this in my show notes as well so that people can see that and because i know your time is valuable i'm going to keep going on and i'm going to touch on your eureka moment dea what is the best lesson that you have gathered from your career or from your parenting that you learned either from a mentor or from your own journey that makes you who you are today a couple of things about that Okay, so one day I realized that my definition of success was different than everybody else's. And what I mean by that is um, it mattered what I thought. 
not what other people thought. Because even when I thought, even when people thought I was excelling, I, I, if I didn't agree with that, it didn't make a difference. So it's really what I thought of me that mattered. Um, obviously, I decided that I didn't have to be perfect. I only had to be better than what I was the day before. Mm. That was a huge compromise for a perfectionist because I am a perfectionist. Because, you know, better sometimes is just a little better and sometimes is a lot better. Sometimes is a whole lot better, but not always the same. So I had to compromise and say, okay, so it's not perfect, but it is better than what it was. And really, that was really what I went, that I took every day. I kept remembering, remember this, it's better than what it was. That's all you need. Every day, a step forward. Um, and that in any mean shape or form was an excuse to do my job less. I always gave 150% in everything that I've always done in my life. Uh, the other thing is my sense of self has de always derived from a very spiritual and loving place. So once I understood that fully, that God was in charge of my life, mm -hmm. that I belonged to him, that became everything that I did. My sense of spiritual responsibility became a part of my life 100%, 24-7. So everything I did, I did for God. I did for my family, for my children, mm -hmm. and for those people that were around me. So... You know, I actually consciously choose to live a life that's God-filled and positive. I, I, I say to my husband all the time, you know, we talk about blessings as if it's a conversation. It's mm -hmm. not a conversation. Blessings is an action. You don't just talk about the blessing if you're not living it, if you're not a part of the blessing. So I consciously choose to be the blessing, meaning that when I get up in the morning, I know I'm going to get out there. There's going to be 150 things that are going to throw me off my mode, my mm -hmm. center. I decide how can I be the blessing. Am I going to attack someone when they attack me? Am I going to decide? And some days that doesn't work. I mean, some days <laughs> it gets to me because I'm human. I have to say and be honest because I think a lot of people say, oh, look at her. She's great. I'm great, but I'm human. And some days I really can't, can't keep it together. But when I'm, most of the time I try to think about it. I think this is a conversation that you need to have with yourself. Make a decision to be the blessing. Not just talk about it as if it was a, an article, a piece of uh, paper. Mm -hmm. You know, blessing is an action. I, you have I to be a love part that. of it. Be it. I love that you say that uh, that word. That blessing is an action, and and I'm I'm gonna say that this is the lesson that you are showing your children, and yes. that you want them to not see it as uh, as something that just is out there and occurs in their life as a blessing, but that they need to actively be a blessing yes. in some way and wake up being that blessing. I also love how you said that, you know, that perfection. And <laughs> I understand that because yeah. I, I, I go there. But I love how you define it, that you just need to be better than the day before and to, to measure by that standard and not to be so hard on ourselves. And I think women entrepreneurs, especially women who are moms too, feel like, it's, it's a little harder and that they have to be this perfect, perfect person. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I love that you measure that success by, by your own measure and not by what other people think. Just and by the day before, my sister, my twin sister used to say to me before I got to this point, you don't need any enemies. You're so hard on yourself. <laughs> but I need to make an adjustment here. This was a big thing for me. I mean, as a perfectionist, it's extremely difficult to accept that maybe better is just a little bit better that day. Mm -hmm. Not everything you wanted, but it's better. Better is better. 
Better is better. And thank you for pointing out that we are human because, you know, as as strong as my faith is in God too, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said what I just said. I should have been a little bit more patient with those children of mine. And I don't even have five, (laughs) just three. But yes, thank you. Children are wonderful. I have to ask you, Dea, what what habits of success do you have? Like, you you have so much going on, plus the five children and this different different uh, I guess arenas of professions. Now, what habits do you have? Is it two habits, three habits that you could share with us that helps you to maintain your success in your career, in your parenting, that you could share with us? Yes. So I have three, actually, that I really love and go Excellent. by every day. Uh, the first one is what I call the plane emergency landing mode. <laughs> I know that sounds funny, but I keep saying to people, if you are in an airplane and there is an emergency situation, the masks will drop, and what do they say? Put mm-hmm. your first, then help your children and your neighbor passengers. This is how I live my life. I put on my mask first, and I think that is different for everyone. There's no right or wrong way. Mine is, you know, I center myself every day through prayer. Get up in the morning, that's the first thing I do. I find the balance that drives me forward each and every day, one day at a time. Because remember, better than the day before, right? So you can only do this once a day, once or once, you know, every day. For me personally, it is so important to start my day projecting peace, being thankful, deciding every day to acknowledge the blessings in my life. And again, like I mentioned before, be the blessing. How can I help? How can I change something around me? I choose to do something also on my daily basis, but you know, also things that I do on monthly basis, like global giving. I work with a a Pads for School Girls uh, project that is actually in Africa. Um, I make feminine cloth pads for young girls in Africa to help them stay in school. Uh, you know, they, they stay during their time of the month. A lot of these girls don't have access to water, so they sit by the river. And um, we, what, what I do, is my company, Baby Flamingo, we sponsor and manufacture these feminine cloth pads to help them stay in school. Because when they sit by the river five days of the month, you know, it impacts their education. Um, this is something that I do on a monthly basis. So, again, everything I do comes from a center, something that speaks to me spiritually and emotionally. Now, some things I do daily. Some things I do monthly, some things I do twice a year or once a year, but that is a part of my life. So the, the emergency landing, um, the plane emergency landing mode has to do also with the decision of how am I going to live my life. Charity is a big part of it because it comes from my center. The second thing is the same shoe, size, and brand theory. So that is that if you and I have the same shoe size we, and we each wear the same exact pair of shoes, same brand, same color, same company, and you and I decide to trade shoes. Our shoes are not going to feel the same. It'll be different. So don't compare your reality with people's appearance. Your life is your life. is unique. You have your own habits, your own set of personalities and dynamics at home. So yes, there, I love talking to women and, and, and learning about what they do, but not to use it for myself. I mean, just to gauge or where I am. I think that definitely together we're stronger. We need to exchange and network as moms. Be each other's supporters, you know, be each other's, give each other grace and mercy, you know, like be helpful. But I also think that at the end of the day, when you close your doors, it's your life, it's your home, it's your dynamics. It's really important because a lot of people follow what other people do and it doesn't work for them. And then they wonder what happened? Everybody else is doing well, it doesn't work for you. It's not you. 
The third thing, and my favorite thing, is what I tell everyone, is what I did when I started my business. It's what I do on a daily basis to get through the day, as well as with my music. Do at least one thing every day towards your goal. And let me really be clear about this, because I've said this once before, and someone said, well, I don't have that luxury. I have to do 20 or 30. That is true. So there are some people out there who can't even manage to multitask and do 30 things a day. I know some days I can. But there are many people in the world out there that are absolutely paralyzed by fear of being overwhelmed with so much that they have to do. And this is when this theory comes in so handy. You don't have to do everything today. Do one thing today, one thing tomorrow. At the end of the week, you've done seven things. At the end of the month, 30. At the end of the year, 250. How many days in the year? 300. (laughs) Thank 365 days, sorry, I have a blank there. 365 days, things that you've done towards your goal. That's really important when you have a project, a business that you're interested in pursuing. Um, Keep in mind that some days you're only going to be able to answer the phone one time or maybe gather paper clips or it's not going to be everything you wanted. But if you do one thing every day, you're going to really go very far. That is amazing. I think that those... I love all three of those points, and I I know that you've inspired me, and I know that our listeners are being inspired. I I love that first one, and I I actually used that example too, that airplane emergency mode. You have to take care of of the parent, of mom, because if if you can't take care of yourself, who's going to take care of your children, your, your kids? You have to make sure that you are breathing and exhaling and inhaling so that your children can also live and be that yes. person center, center again means everything mm-hmm. physical emotional spiritual mm-hmm. you know you need to be remembering constantly that even pursuing your dream is a necessity it's something that you have to do we have such a huge responsibility because we are leading the life we want our kids to live so it's everything it's it's really taking pride and care and taking care of you not as a selfish thing no, but no that instills so much responsibility in the people around you that you really have to watch what you're doing. Putting yes. your mask on is a serious matter. Yes. <laughs> you're and, a mom. Oh, I agree. And I think the women out there who think that they're they're being selfish or that in pursuing their own dreams, they have to see it as you are being that dream maker for your children. You're showing them that they need to reach for their dreams and to reach high and that they can do it. And it's not selfish because you are helping your kids to achieve that same drive. And it's okay to not feel guilty about it. I, I love that uh, that your heart is to charity and that is a given. Because anybody who knows you, Dea, you are 100% heart and just so beautiful. So I, I love that, uh, that you are doing that for that group of girls in Africa, that is beautiful. And I, I love your point number two about that same size shoe theory. <laughs> that is myself. That is true. You know what? It's like the grass is greener on the other side. It is not. It is so not. It has the same fertilizer issues and and all that high maintenance that might go on over that that we don't see. And to not compare. To not compare, but to always just be your best, to try to be your best and to always be kind doing it, I think. And that last one I love very much because as women entrepreneurs, we could be very hard on ourselves. Um, someone once said that, you know, a man and a woman can look at uh, 
the credentials for a job and a woman will see one thing that she can't do on it and say, I'm not qualified. And a man will see the same list and see one thing that he can do and say, oh, I got this job. <laughs> and, you know, as women, we have to realize you aim for one goal. And I love that. It's measurable. But to have a goal a day to achieve that vision, that dream, and to do that task towards that goal, sorry, has how you worded it. How brilliant is that? And that it is 365 steps towards achieving that yeah. goal thank you so it helps a lot to, to divide i divide my days into segment and the reason why i did that is because once a long time ago i heard someone say oh i wish i could start my day over mm. and i thought i do that every hour i have to do it every hour i mean anytime you've gone through any challenging situation in your life i know i've had it you know one of my not to make a long story because this is actually a show in itself i had a ab- supposedly abnormal pregnancy and so every day I had to, every hour I had to start over because I was in such panic and fear. And I said, this, is, this has been one of the biggest lessons in my life and probably the main driving force why I have turned to God again. You know, I've, as you know, as a human being, you fall in and out of grace constantly. Mm-hmm. And I think this, is, this was the final draw for me when I said, okay, that's it. I'm going back to him. And it was just the emotion around it. But again, driving you know, every day, starting my day over, every hour, because there was that kind of fear. And I think a lot of people have challenges. And like I said, they feel paralyzed, literally. So if something goes bad in the morning, that takes the whole day. That's it. The day is over at 11 o'clock. Divide your days into segments. It helps you to be flexible. It helps you to make arrangements, change things around. It gives you a little bit of flexibility, emotionally and spiritually as well. I, I love that. To, to to give ourselves that break and say, okay, you know what? We can't redo the day, but it's okay. I have right now to start over. And what can I do to be that problem solver and, and to teach our children that as well? And, you know, there, there are times even when I was a school teacher, and I'd turn to the chalkboard and look like I was writing, and I'd say a prayer. <laughs> if, I, if I just needed to just regroup and say, okay, okay, Lord, help me. <laughs> figure this out whatever the situation is whether it's a trying student who just needs a lot of love to to what we do now i mean being an entrepreneur is it can be frightful because everything is new it's a new venture but i always say it's it's a great thing because it shows that we're outside our comfort zone and that we're doing something about our goal and our dream yes and I have to ask you, you know that I'm the Easy Daisy lady and the creator of visual routines for mainly children. So I need for you, Dea, to tell us what is your morning routine in, in five steps. What is your morning routine? Morning routine. Again, get up and right away go to prayer. Prayer mode. Get up, center myself. Uh, the following segment is concentrating a whole hour and a half on my children, getting them ready for school, whether see what they need. I don't even take care of myself. I get up and I go for them, mm-hmm. get them dressed, get their lunches, their lunch boxes, everything ready. Um, after they leave, my next segment is taking care of myself. I either go exercise or if there is a doctor's appointment or a necessity, physical necessity or something that I need to pay attention to me, I do it in that hour. Um, the following hour is errands. I run all the errands that I have to run that include, the, that may be different days, different things. It may be phone calls, 
And then the next hour is I come home, eat lunch, and again regroup because now comes the second part of the day when the children arrive from school. (laughs) So that's a whole day. Start over again. (laughs) So that's my routine pretty much. And the rest of the day really goes around them. You know, I try to, uh, of course, there's homework and classes and driving people around back and forth. So um, it's pretty much that every day. Dea, you're amazing. I am going to ask you to share if you could tell our listeners right now where they could find you, whether it's your website or where you'd like them to come, where would they go? Okay. The first thing, probably the best is, of course, I use social media. So facebook.com forward slash Christian artist Dea, that spells D-E-A. That's my Facebook artist page where I post a lot of my events. Um, my song Christian Artist Dea dot bandcamp.com. Uh, I'm on Instagram as Christian Artist Dea. And I'm also on Twitter as Christian Art, A R T, Dea, D E A, because uh, in, uh, Twitter doesn't give you this opportunity to put such a long name. <laughs> no. <laughs> so those are the places you can find. I, you can actually learn a little bit of, if you want to learn a, a little bit about the charity that I do humanityhealing.org. That's the organization that I work for. It's been one of the greatest gifts that I've ever received was the opportunity to work with Humanity Healing because Humanity Healing's mission is so much like me. You know, it's a mission to not solve all of the world's problem. They do, um, they try to provide immediate sustainable solutions for communities that have little or have lost hope, which means that, you know, you may not solve world hunger today, but maybe may be able to provide the meal for that day. It's better than what it was yesterday. It's so much in alignment with how I think. Mm-hmm. They're wonderful and so giving. So humanityhealing.org is a website that you can find a little bit more about me as a sponsor and the projects that, that we do together throughout the year all over the world. Dea, thank you. I have to say thank you for being such an inspiration and I could talk to you for so long because, you know, I, I wish everybody could hear your story. And you have a beautiful life story as well. And uh, I'm sure that they can see that on your websites. And I hope you are sharing your story there, Dea, because it is very inspiring. And thank you very much for being on my show. I am truly honored and so blessed to know you and have you on our show today. So thank you for joining us, Dea. Thank you so much again for having me. It's been a great honor. And I hope everyone is inspired in the business of real life after listening to Dea share with us today. Thank you. I believe that you died for me. I believe that I could be free. I believe that I will live in your see your face I have faith in tomorrow I can start all over again but when the day comes and the sun is up the way of the world blocks my view and my feelings take over me it's 
so hard to remember your way. So me Peace.